How's it going? Welcome to a new episode of Talking to Myself. I'm your host, Jake Letizia, and this is the podcast where I look into a camera and I talk to myself. Hey, how you doing? How's it going? Damn, I kind of forgot how I started the podcast because it's been a minute since I've done it. It's been fucking three goddamn weeks, bro. I've been sick. I've been on the road. I've been all over the fucking place, but I'm here now to talk a bunch of bullshit for a fucking hour. How you doing? Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Fucking life is going pretty good, I think. I don't know. I've been feeling pretty good lately. Emotionally, creatively, financially. Nah, bro. I'm in dire straits. <laughs> financially, it's kind of upsetting how I'm doing. Do I have a lot of money left in my bank account? Absolutely not. Am I kind of freaking out a little bit? Absolutely yes. But what are we going to do about it, bro? We continue life. We continue living. We continue trying to figure it out. We continue trying not to be on the goddamn street. <laughs> Hopefully I won't be, bro. I'll be all right. No, I'll be fine, dude. I can always murder someone. <laughs> I am at the point now where like I, I, you know, money is dwindling in a way where I'm starting to be like, how much appeal do I have uh, sexually? <laughs> now that OnlyFans is a thing that exists, uh, there are moments where I'm like, do uh, I have good dimples. <laughs> I do, bro. I got good dimples in this fucking skull, bro. There's deep... The other day I was hanging out with a friend and she she was looking longingly at my face and she said, wow, I've never realized how deep your dimples are until now. And I was like, damn, can I monetize that? Can I make that a financial thing? Can I do it, bro? Because I need some money right now and, I, and I'll do some shit. I'm starting to realize how people end up in a, in a terrible cycle of being abused. Because you get to the point where you're like, I need money to the point where I need money so bad that I'm willing to do some shit I probably wouldn't have done if the number was bigger in my Wells Fargo. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if, the, if there was a bigger number on my phone, then I would feel better with my life. <laughs> Isn't that sad? Bro, money, it's not good, dude. It's not good. In general, people aren't doing well. And you know how I know? You know how I know people in general aren't doing well? I've started to ask a question to people. I've started to ask a, 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 finan a finance-based question to people where I'm like, if someone was going to give you $200,000 a year, right? You get $200,000 a year. And your job is you go into an office once a week and you press a button, right? But when you press that button, a kid somewhere in the world dies, you don't know what age, you don't know what of, you don't know who it is, but a kid somewhere in the world dies if you press that button. Would you do that job for $200,000 a year? And I've been asking people that question, and most people say yes. <laughs> it's not an immediate yes. It's a lot of long pauses, and then like, I don't know, man, like a lot of, a lot of I mean, kids die every day. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of people die every fucking day. You know, I, I, that's a fucked up scenario and I made the scenario up and I partial, the reason why I made it up is because I, I, in my head, I was like, I might do that. I might do that. You do that for a year. You save the money. I don't know, dude. <laughs> 52 kids to feel okay with my bank account. I don't know, man. I don't know them by name. 
<laughs> I'm kidding, bro. I would never do that. Of course I would never do that. But hypothetically, hypothetically, dude, hypothetic, hypo imagination wise, this is not a job that could exist. Okay. I mean, for some people, they, they, you know, a drone striker, they kind of live that life. <laughs> They're pressing, I mean, but they know who they're hitting. <laughs> Not all the time. Listen, this is dark stuff. It's a weird way to open the podcast, but I'm, you know, I need some money. <laughs> I need some money and this is on the brain right now. Damn, a drone striker. Yeah, that's, I mean, I guess what I'm describing is drone striking, but that's a little more hands-on and awful, you know? In my scenario, you can disassociate to a degree where more people than I expected are saying yes. What would you do? Would you do it? There's some people who might be listening who are like, that's fucked up, shut the fuck up. Again, it's not real. No one's taking this job. It's all good, bro. But for the people who are like, yeah, man, maybe... Maybe I would do that. You're, I, I understand that you're making, you're on, you're in the same boat as me. <laughs> That's really what the question is. The question is, are you, are you doing well financially? And everyone who goes, I would take the 200,000 to press that button every week. They're, they're doing as bad as I am, or maybe they're probably doing better, but not the upper echelon, bro. If I, if I say the, if I say the 200 grand thing and you say yes to it, that means you make less than $100,000. That's what that means. Because if you make $100,000, you're like, I don't, do I need 200,000? And if you're making 200,000, you're like, I don't fucking need, I'm not going to do that shit. I'm trying to make 300,000. You know what I'm saying? It really immediately reveals uh, uh, where you are on the wealth spectrum, you know? Uh, but anyway, that's, that's not even what I planned on talking about. <laughs> I have a list of shit that I wrote down to talk about. That's not, not a single one of the things this happened to me last night on stage. I went up at an open mic and I had other shit to talk about. And I just started talking about how, if my, uh, <laughs> about how I'm fucking, I'm in dire need of money <laughs> about how my credit card, I, if my credit card declines one more time, I'm going to fuck I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to fucking kill someone in my family to get some funds. <laughs> no, that's terrible. I would never do that. It's all jokes here. You know, nothing I say is for real. Um, but, uh, no, what I wanted to talk about was, uh, this fucking Ubers I've been in recently. That's right, dude. Entertaining shit, bro. We're going to talk about Ubers on this podcast, bro. That's right. Almost a month off and I come back with hot Uber drama? Fuck yeah, dude. This is quality shit. <coughs> Excuse me if I cough. I've been sick. Bro, I keep getting sick. And it's never COVID. It's just actual sickness. It's wild now. It's wild now uh, being sick because the immediate thing is, is it COVID? And you find out no, and then you're like, fuck, I'm normal sick. Like, I don't, I'm at the point where I don't know if I want COVID or normal sickness. I don't know which is the better option. Because COVID, you at least get like a, 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 like an amount of days where you're allowed to do fucking nothing. <coughs> and then at the end of that, you're supposed to re-enter society. But with regular illness, it's like, d decide at your own will. Decide at your own discretion. 
You just have the common cold. It's as contagious as COVID, but go, I mean, if people don't feel weird about you coughing, you're fine. You know, if, if you're sniffling a lot and blowing your nose, but people around you are like, ah, it's just the cold, you're golden. But if you cough and it says positive on the pregnancy uh, COVID test you took, fucking, you better stay inside. I don't know, at least if you get COVID, you have an excuse to not do shit. When you have a cold, it's still that weird fucking thing where it's like, I'm sick, but I can still do things. I'm sick, but I'll still record a podcast with a congested fucking face. Um, anyway, Uber, <laughs> I've been taking a lot of Ubers cause I've been going, uh, uh, on the road and, uh, and I just been fucking in a lot of Ubers chatting up a lot of people. And sometimes it's fun and sometimes it's not, but sometimes it's just strange as fuck. Like I, I was in an Uber recently in the Midwest and uh, this dude, uh, the moment I get in the Uber, the guy keeps saying shit that's almost racist, but he keeps he keeps stopping before I can I can uh, know where he what side he's on, you know. <laughs> he keeps stopping before I can know if he's like racist or like woke. Like I, I don't I don't know I don't know if he's like trying to fight the good fight or if he's trying to be the enemy. You know what I'm saying? Like he kept, he kept, like he was talking and he's like, sometimes, man, I just want to fucking hit people, bro. Sometimes I got to just hit people upside the head. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, hell yeah, man, dude. Sometimes people say dumb shit. He's like, yeah, man. Especially when people start talking with the racial stuff, you know, I got, you got to hit them in the head. But then he stopped there. Like he didn't explain a scenario. He didn't explain what the guy's opinion on racial stuff was, who he's hitting in the head. So I'm like, what was he saying fucked up shit about black people and you wanted to hit him? Or was he saying like, like chill shit and you wanted to hit him? What, what is, where are we going with this? I'm in a car with you, bro. For 15 more minutes. Tell me more about yourself so I can understand where I am. (laughs) Trying to understand the context of the car I'm in, bro. Say more words. Stop cutting your stories off. So then we're driving into like the central area and he's talking about like what streets are bad and like watch out for homeless and like everyone's on meth and there's a lot of crackheads out here and you'll get fucking stabbed. Again, saying a lot of shit, getting mad at certain people, but not specifying the people he's mad at. Like so far he's mad at crackheads. He keeps saying crackhead. And I'm like, what do you think a crackhead is? <laughs> what do you think a meth head is? What do you, what do you, who are you? Who, you're, you're saying a lot of hateful shit, but you're not, you, I don't know. You just, do you just really not like drugs? I don't know, man. Honestly, if you didn't say the thing about punching someone, wanting to hit someone for racial stuff, and you just start talking about like crackheads and meth heads. I'd be like, yeah, man, I don't know if I'd use that. I don't know if I'd, you know, you're being kind of harsh towards towards these people on drugs, but like, I guess you just don't like people on drugs. But the added story in the beginning, I was like, what are you, who are you mad at? So then we're driving and there's a car, there's two cars in front of us. And the first car is uh, like a truck and uh, it's just stopped. We have the green light, but it stopped. And my Uber driver's like, what's going on here? What the fuck's going on? What the hell's going on? What the hell's going on in this car? And again, I'm, he's getting revved up. I'm waiting for him to say something fucked up. And 
I'm looking at the car being like, oh, I think the guy's dropping someone off. Like, it didn't seem that crazy. Like, it was annoying that the guy was stopped, but I was like, it's not, I've been in a car before where the people in front of me are stopped inappropriately and someone hops out. Like, it just seems like someone's being dropped off in the wrong place. So somebody hops out of the car and uh, a black dude hops out of the car and he's got a cell phone in his hand and he starts like walking, walking down the sidewalk, walking down the sidewalk like on a block with all a bunch of houses, <laughs> a bunch of houses on the sidewalk. It looks like a dude being dropped off to go home. That's what it looks like. And my Uber driver goes, see this shit? Every homeless dude has a fucking phone here, man. Every homeless dude has a phone. And I was like, I don't, what about, I don't think that dude's homeless. <laughs> I don't think that dude's homeless. I think that dude's just black. <laughs> and that was the moment where I was like, yeah, I'll, I think he might, I think this guy's racist. Cause there was nothing, there's nothing more unhomeless than, than hopping out of a car. <laughs> If you hop out of a car that your friend is driving, I don't think you're homeless. He also was like dressed like he had a good jacket. He had good jeans. They weren't ripped up. He looked like about 50 years old. He was like walking weird, but that just seemed like life. You know, it seemed like he was not healthy. It didn't seem like it was because he's living on the street. And I was telling my friend this and my friend was like, yo, this guy's weird. I bet you this guy's like, yo, dude, it's weird. All these homeless people have houses. <laughs> <laughs> to him just every black guy he sees is is homeless in his brain like that's the that's <laughs> that's how he processes his racism he never fully admits it but whenever he sees a black dude he's like bro that guy why does he have a phone bro he's homeless as shit he's watching basketball he's like bro all these homeless guys have like two-year contracts <laughs> It's like, bro, I don't think you know what homeless means, bro. I think I think homeless is like a is like a fucked up slur for you, bro. I think this, I think you're living a weird life right now. <laughs> and it was almost more fucked up that he wasn't that he was like that deep in it that he couldn't just say how he felt. He just <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <coughs> anyway. That was strange. That was strange. Um, that guy was weird as fuck, man. People have a weird idea of New York too. A different, a different Uber driver was like, <clears throat> it was funny because this Uber driver kept trying to be like, "Yo, New York is nothing. Like it's fucked up out here." And I was like, it, "Maybe it is. I don't think it's that fucked up in New York." And then this other Uber driver made a joke when I got out of the car, and he's like, "Yeah, I was gonna say if we were in New York, uh, there'd be we uh, this car would have gotten carjacked four times by now." And I was like, what are you, what are you, what are you, what is your perception of New York, bro? What what'd you, what do you only watch taxi driver? What's going on with you? Shit's changed a lot. <laughs> What's the last, do you, do you only watch taxi driver and warriors on repeat? Are those the two New York films you've seen? I mean, there are older New York films that like don't show New York as that fucked up, right? Did Manhattan show fucking New York as fucked up? I mean, even if you watch Manhattan, you're like, I guess New York is a pedophile city. <laughs> Damn, no escape for New York being a fucked up place for old movies, huh? You watch Taxi Driver, The Warriors, you're like, it's crime burden as shit. You watch Manhattan with fucking Woody Allen, and you're like, oh, I guess I guess there's also just pedophiles out here. <laughs> 
every movie about New York during that time was showing some fucking bad crime. I guess just life in general was riddled with crime. Riddled with crime that was, uh... Damn, that's a weird thing to think about. It's it's weird to think about how, like, not too long ago, just people, you know... People were... I don't know. Like, the Woody... I don't know. There's a lot of movies where, like, the women are real young, and you're like, what? That's crazy that, like, you know, on the books it was not allowed, but in the movies they were like, it's cool. <laughs> And now we're rewatching these movies like, I don't think it's that cool, bro. <laughs> I don't think it's that good, dude. I found, I, I, I learned that in Indiana Jones, uh, 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 the love interest was originally supposed to be 15. George Lucas wrote her as 15 years old. This is what I read online. I don't know if it's true or not, but when I read that, I was like, thank God they told George to shut the fuck up. Thank God. So thank God Spielberg was like, Hey George, why don't you keep your weird shit to yourself? Huh? <laughs> hey George bro why don't you keep writing that movie about lightsabers and you let me fucking not have the you know you let me write this goddamn thing he's like no she should be 15 and then Indiana Jones could be like a sexual mentor hey George why don't you shut the fuck up and stick to Twi'leks bro why don't you tell me about Twi'leks again bro and stop talking about 15 year olds you fucking weirdo <laughs> listen you fucking you star loving dumb fuck okay this dude has a whip. I'm not going to have him hang out with a 15-year-old. It's going to be fucking upsetting, okay? I'm trying to make timeless classics. I don't want this movie to feel outdated in a couple years, all right? You see the fucking, the melting effects we have in this movie? If those, if those can outlast time, then I'm not going to fuck it up with having the girl be way too young, you idiot. Shut the fuck up. Anyway, Midnight in Paris is kind of mid. <laughs> All this to say, Midnight in Paris, I don't know, kind of kind of a mid movie. Kind of just, kind of just meeting a bunch of authors. Kind of just meeting, I, I, I understand the actors in the movie. Dude, I would love to be an actor in that movie. I would love to play fucking a weird version of Hemingway. I get it, bro. You get to play Pablo Picasso in this silly fucking Woody Allen movie. I get it, bro. But overall, that movie, I don't know. I think we were like, I think we were duped. When that movie came out, I saw it in theaters and was like, yo, this is a cool movie. And then years later, I watched it again and I was like, bro, that movie was just for people who've never been to Paris. <laughs> that movie was just a tour through Paris in different time periods. That movie is just if you like it, it, either you've never been to Paris and you want to or you've been there and you like Paris. There's just motherfuckers out there who like Paris a lot. I dated a girl in high school who just loved Paris way too much and that's who that movie's for. It's for you to remember your trip and go, "Oh, that was a nice time. What a beautiful city." Are there any New York movies like that? Is Manhattan that? I've never seen Manhattan. Is Manhattan that movie? Is Manhattan the Midnight Paris? Is 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 <coughs> what Midnight in Paris is for Paris? Is that what Manhattan is for New York? Do people watch that movie and it's like, like there's not really much there, but everyone's like, "Fucking New York, such a fucking sick city, bro." I fucking love New York, bro. Have you ever seen Manhattan, dude? I feel like people are are that way with Paris, with Midnight in Paris. It's like, oh my god, Paris is so beautiful. It is. It's a beautiful city. It's a nice city. But just like, you know, go to the city. 
<laughs> or don't, bro. Or look at images online. Do a VR tour. You know what I'm saying? There's other ways to experience um, uh, Paris than in a time travel film where you follow Owen Wilson around doing his best Woody Allen impression, just following a woman around going, you're so beautiful. You're so fucking, you're so beautiful. The first time I saw that movie, I was like, oh, he's got a cute relationship with this woman. The second time I watched it, I was like, he's just bothering this lady. <laughs> he's just bothering this woman who wants to be in a different time period than him. And then at the end of the movie, like we're, the whole time we're supposed to like hate Kate Winslet because she's kind of a drag and she's rich and shitty. But then you're like, yeah, but this guy's got no riz on him. This guy's not good. This guy, this guy doesn't have any fucking... This guy isn't a, a Rizzinator or whatever they're called. The Rizzler, bro. He, he's not the fucking Rizzler, bro. Owen Wilson, his game is just telling women from the past that they're beautiful until they're like, hey, man, I want to go to a different time period. And he's like, well, I don't really like that time period. I like your time period. And she's like, yeah, I, I, I don't really like the other time period. I'm just trying to get away from you, bro. Don't you have a wife in another time period? Can you stop following me around and calling me cute? <laughs> Damn, I don't know if this makes any sense if you haven't seen the movie. If you haven't seen the movie, go see Midnight in Paris and either tell me that I'm a fucking idiot or tell me that you agree that it's, you know, it's not. It's fine. I don't know. It's a beautifully filmed. I'm just being a hater. Anyway, Uber. <laughs> I was in an Uber, bro. Dude, the other night, I keep getting in Ubers and they keep getting mad at the way I closed the door. <coughs> and at first I was like, am I closing these doors too aggressively? And then I was in an Uber the other night with a, uh, uh, a lady I know, and she slammed the fucking door shut and the guy said nothing. And I was like, is there something about a dude slamming a dude's car door that just, it's like, a, it, it clicks into some sort of machismo thing where they're like, fuck you, you piece of shit. Is there just like a weird machismo like click in where you're like you're not tougher than me bro don't slam my shit it's like no i'm not trying to show that I'm, I'm just the door i opened the door to an uber and the door swung open you know how sometimes you open a door to something and you don't realize the weight of it because i'm not i don't i've never owned a fucking uh escalade bro i don't understand i don't know that how heavy those doors are so you open the door and it kind of opens up real fast and then you're like oh shit my bad and then you get in the car and then you close the door that happened to me. I the, the door opened a little too wild. And then I got in and closed it normal. And this guy goes, whoa, 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 what are you doing with the door, sir? I was like, oh, sorry about that. I didn't, I didn't realize how heavy it was. And he goes, he goes, no, I, get out, get out, get out of my car. And I was with a friend. And me and my friend were like, what? And we look at the guy. I go, are you being serious right now? And he goes, what? I was like, are you being serious? You really want me to get out of the car? And me and my friend both said that to him. And I watched this Uber driver like realize I watched him go from thinking that we were like drunk as shit and purposely fucking his like fucking with his door to realizing like, oh, no, we're not drunk. And it was an honest mistake, but he already had committed to fucking kicking us out of the car. And I guess he already canceled on his fucking thing. So he was like, no, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No. Yeah, please get out. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm like, what are you saying? Sorry. If you're sorry, fucking let us do the ride. You idiot. 
And I was mad at him at first, but then I started to think like, I don't know what his fucking night was. You know what I'm saying? You never, you don't know what an Uber driver's day was. There's a lot of fucking crazy motherfuckers. There's a lot of drunk motherfuckers in New York City and they're being rude to Uber drivers. I've been inside of the vehicle with some of these motherfuckers. I can't believe how certain people behave in an Uber, bro. It's insane. It's fucking crazy, dude. People will get into an Uber and just start saying wild shit. Start shitting on the car. Start like fucking, I don't know, man. Dude, I don't know how I feel about like, you know, getting hot and heavy in an Uber. If it's, if it's my Uber, we're not doing shit, bro. Don't kiss me. Don't touch me. Don't do nothing. Okay. But if it's your Uber, I don't give a fuck. We'll destroy your rating, bro. <laughs> I don't give a fuck, bro. I'll just, I'll take you down to two stars. I don't give a fuck. But if it's my Uber, I'm staying above four. I'm not going below four, bro. We're staying above four. I want to, I get a lot of Ubers, bro. I need to, I need to have a, a pleasant ride. Okay. I want a free water that I'll never take. That's what I want. I want to be offered to play the music I want while I put my headphones in and go, nah, man, it's fine. You do whatever you want. You'll get in an Uber and, and people will just start f like kissing on you immediately. And you're like, what are we? Come on, dude. We just did that outside the car for a long time. We're going to another destination. Let's cool off for a second. All right. I ordered the thing. <laughs> it really is just depending on who orders it. Like if, if it's somebody else's Uber, I really don't care. <laughs> I have no regard for the driver. <laughs> But if it's mine, I'm like, we need to respect this man, bro. This man's had a long day, dude. We need He doesn't want to see us fuck, bro. And if he does, we need to ask him first. <laughs> I don't mind I don't mind finagling in this Uber, but we need to know, does this guy want to show or does he want to just listen to the to, to the stillness of life? I think a lot of times they want to listen. They want to chill the fuck out. A lot of times we get an Uber at like two in the morning. It's the end of his fucking day. Ah, it might be the start. Some people like to drive all night. I thought about doing that. Go taxi driver mode. You know what I'm saying? Go Robert De Niro taxi driver mode. I don't know. It didn't seem good for his mental health though. <laughs> I feel like everybody watches that movie and for a second they're like, I would love to be a cab driver fucking all hours of the night. And then as you're watching the movie, you're like, oh, no, I don't think I would, though. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, actually, I think it was, that was really bad for this dude's brain. But in the beginning, you're like, damn, dude, they're playing this jazz. He's just flying through. He's a man in his own chariot, bro. He's, he's fucking. He's controlling the night, bro. And then, and then in the middle of the movie, you're like, this guy's like racist as hell and wants to murder everybody. Oh, man, maybe I'll. Maybe I'll just get a fucking, I'll work from home. <laughs> Maybe I'll work from home, bro. Maybe I shouldn't get that medallion. Maybe I shouldn't download Uber, bro. The next thing I know, I might commit a mass shooting. <laughs> All right, that's it for the first part. I'll see you guys in the next part. What's up? I'm back. Dude, I was talking about this with a friend of mine. Um, what What is, what is a... Uh, uh, a show that you watched a ton as a kid that you as a little boy 
were not allowed to admit that you watched. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. Every if you everyone knows what I'm talking about. Because when I brought it up, everyone kind of instinctively knew. Like if you're a woman, it is what it is. When you're a young kid, you're you're not allowed to be like a girl. If you're a boy, you're you're not you're not supposed to be like a girl. And if you're a girl, you're not supposed to be like a boy. So th- there were all these Disney Channel fucking shows that I would watch. Uh, that I wasn't allowed to fucking admit that I watched because kids at school would be like, what are you, that's for girls. You know what I'm saying? It's either imposed by society or your parents or whoever the fuck. There's always somebody who's like, you can't watch that. I mean, my friend of mine told me that he watched Sabrina the Teenage Witch and then his mom was like, uh, that's for girls. And then he like never watched it again. <laughs> that's fucked up, bro. That's fucked up. Dude, his own mother. His own mother betraying him like that. His mom should have done the opposite. Hey, I'm glad that you're okay with yourself and you're comfortable in your body and you should watch whatever the fuck you watched. No, she was like, don't be a girl, you dumb bitch. (laughs) Don't be a girl, my son. I did the opposite, bro. I didn't let my parents... You know what? Fuck my parents. If If my dad saw that I watched Lizzie McGuire, I'd be like, yeah, dude. Soak it in, fuckface. Bro, I watched tons of Lizzie McGuire. That hour on on uh, Disney Channel was dope. Uh, Lizzie McGuire and even Stevens, or was it even Stevens first, then Lizzie McGuire? I think it was even Stevens first, then Lizzie McGuire. And you know, and you know what? So it was a choice, bro. Even Stevens was over, and I was like, I'm watching Lizzie, bro. I like Hillary Duff. She's cute. I want to date her. And also, I kind of identify with this, bro. She likes a guy who doesn't like her. I like girls who don't like me. This is tight. <laughs> she's she's weird like the guys, bro. She's got weird crushes. Dudes think she's weird as shit. Girls think I'm weird as shit in fucking middle school or whatever the fuck I was in. Bro, I get this, dude. She's insecure and feels ugly. I feel ugly and insecure. Me and fucking Hillary Duff are BFFs, bro. We're best friends. You think I wasn't watching Kim Possible on the reg, bro? Call me, beat me if you want to reach me, bro. You think I wasn't trying to reach Kim? I was watching that shit every fucking day, dude. But at school, what did I say I watched? Fucking Beast Wars, bro. (laughs) At school, you better believe I'm only watching Seinfeld reruns. (laughs) You better believe that, bro. You better believe that the only thing I was watching was fucking Edit and Eddie. What's your favorite show, man? Edit and Eddie. What else? Even Stevens. All right, it's Disney Channel, but it's chill. If I said Lizzie McGuire, bro, I would have been lit the fuck up. I would have been destroyed by every man I knew. Honestly, honestly, it's starting to make sense to me more like why... Why I... Why I... Uh, become friends with a lot of women. And it's because, I think it's because of fucking... I, I got some, you know... I was, I was... I watched a lot of female shit when I was growing up. And it's good shit, bro. Grease? Dude, I remember every time I told a woman in fucking middle... A woman. Every time I told a girl in middle school. A woman in middle school. Bro, if you're a woman in middle school, you got held back. You got to fix your life. (laughs) If you're a woman in middle school, bro, there's serious shit wrong with your situation. You got to study, bro. 
You got to fucking get off the drugs. You got to study. You got to get out of that middle school, dude. How old are you? You're a woman, bro. That's at least 30, bro. You need to get on track. Um, uh, Greece, dude. I loved Greece as a kid. Fucking loved it. Fucking loved Greece. Still love that movie. That's a good movie. And I remember uh, no dudes knew that movie. They did. They just wouldn't fucking say it. And then I remember every time I said I loved Greece or every time a, 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 a girl brought up Greece in middle school or high school and I was like, oh, yeah, I love Greece. They'd be like, you've seen Greece? <laughs> they said it in kind of a toxic way. They were like, you've seen Greece? Like, like they, they were kind of saying like, are you gay? <laughs> are you any, anytime you were anything feminine in my high school, the people were like, you must be gay. <laughs> Thank God I, we've escaped that. Or at least I've escaped that. I've gotten out of that. Now I tell people I like Greece and they're like, fuck yeah, Greece is sick. Men, women, I'm I'm surrounding myself with people who get it, bro. They get that Grease is a good movie. And it's for everybody. (coughs) (coughs) Sorry about the coughing. That's the thing, though. Everyone, yeah. Are you, what? But you seem straight. You like Grease? Wait, but I kind of like you, and you like Grease? <laughs> it's such a fucking clouded environment, such a toxic environment that even women are like, you don't watch that. <laughs> everybody won't let me have my fun, bro. That's the thing. It wasn't just dudes. It was everybody. Anybody you admitted I you watched Lizzie McGuire to, it was not a good thing. People were upset. Even the girls would be like, you're a girl. And I'm like, bro, so I'm one of you. So we're pals now, huh? So we're on the same team then, bro. What are you, a girl? Sure. You want to hang out now? Do I get invited to your party now? Let's do it. Whatever brings us closer, dude. It's so funny how when you're a young kid, you just don't have the wherewithal to do that. Cause that would be checkmate. If you get, if you, if, if you were in fucking high school, if you're in high school right now and you do something and you watch Lizzie McGuire or whatever the fuck, I don't know what the show is now. Hannah Montana. No, that's not it. That's way long ago. Whatever the fucking show is that you're not supposed to watch. Cause it's too girly. If you're a guy in middle school, whatever the fuck right now. And you watch that show and you admit it to a girl and she's toxic as hell to you. And she goes, what are you a girl? Just go. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a girl. Yup, you caught me. And she'll be like, what? 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 You caught me, dude. I told this story a long time ago, but my cousin, I did that with my cousin one time. Where he's like, what are you talking to your, he was like 13. He's like, what are you talking, and I was on the phone with somebody. And he's like, who's that, your boyfriend? And I go, yeah. And he goes, what? I go, it's my boyfriend. He goes, do you have a boyfriend? I go, yeah. And he goes, what? And he starts laughing. <laughs> and it like, it blew his mind that I, that, because he understood. He was like, 
he was like, I know it's, I know he's not telling the truth, but he seems fine with me believing that. And I could see that it like made him be like, Oh, (laughs) something clicked in his brain where he's like, Oh, I get that's okay to do. It's okay to be that. I don't know, man. Anyway, Lizzie McGuire's good show, bro. It's a good fucking show. Spice World, bro. Spice World. I loved Spice World as a kid. I loved it. What's not to like? Also, a lot of these shows, a lot of these shows where it's like, you're a girl if you watch this. It's like, like Spice World was like a bunch of beautiful women. Why wouldn't I like that show? (laughs) Why wouldn't I like these shows? It's like beautiful women. You know? Do you know what I'm saying? Dude, people would always like make fun of girls for seeing like, for seeing like a movie because a hot guy was in it. And it's like men were, I, I, I was doing that my whole life. I just wasn't admitting it. You know, I just was keeping it under wraps. Like, like when, when people were going to see fucking high school musical because of Zac Efron, I was watching fucking, uh, like dudes were watching Transformers because of Megan Fox. Like that, what are we talking about? We're going to act like, I'm going to act like I saw, uh, fucking, uh, good luck Chuck for Dane Cook. You think I saw good luck Chuck? Cause of Dane Cook, bro. No, I watched it because Jessica Alba is the one was is and was one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen in my fucking life. You know. Yeah, Spice World, bro. I loved that movie as a kid. It's just hot pop stars, beautiful women, pop stars, just hanging out and dancing and shit. Well, why wouldn't I like that as a teenage boy? I was very attracted to these women. (laughs) Also, so much of it is just like, you know, porn before you're, well, I guess that's what Spice, I guess Spice World was a little bit of that. It was like me being like really, because I was real young when I watched Spice World and I was like uh, just attracted to the women and I was like, what is, what is this movie? But Kim Possible and Lizzie McGuire, I didn't watch it for that. I watched it because I connected with it. <laughs> I did. I watched it because I fully identify with the characters, bro. You can identify with fucking female characters, bro, but be, wake up. Wake up, dude. yeah dude some nights they wouldn't air an even stevens it would just be lizzie mcguire back to back i'd watch them both bro i'd watch them both bro honestly i never saw the lizzie mcguire movie because i would have to i would have had to go to a theater to see it dude that's true i'm realizing that the even stevens movie I don't think it was in theaters. I think it was a Disney Channel movie. I watched that on TV. But the Lizzie McGuire movie, I rem- I fucking remember it being in theaters, wanting to see it, and not seeing it because I was like, then people will know. <laughs> That's sad, bro. That's sad. Young Jake, young me. Young, I hate the fact that I just said young Jake in third person like a fucking cunt. Uh, young me should have fucking seen it, bro. I should have just fucking went. But that's the thing, too. I was too young. 
It took, I, I, the first time I went to a movie alone, I think it was like 17 or 18. Like, it took me a while to do that. What was I, like 13 when the fucking Lizzie McGuire movie came out? 12? I had to go with a group. I had to ask a parent to take me. Couldn't let my parents know I liked Lizzie McGuire? Could not, dude. So I just went without that movie. And then when I'm like, like people reference that movie and I'm like, fuck, dude, I'm not connected with the culture. <laughs> they, they went to Italy too, bro. Me and my dad should have saw Lizzie McGuire. We should have done that. I should have revealed to my father that I liked the Lizzie McGuire show. He would have been upset because he'd be like, isn't that a girl? Sh isn't that a fucking girl show? And then I'd be like, yeah, but it takes place in Rome. And my dad would be like, all right, let's go see it. <laughs> you know, if it takes place in Rome, if it takes place right next to Naples where I grew up, then, <coughs> then we'll go see the fucking movie. Damn, dude. I better get over over this fucking cough. Can't do my dad's voice? That's no good, bro. Oh, man. This cough fucking sucks. Anyway. I should have... I should have... That could have been a good bonding experience for my dad on a lot of levels. Me and him watching the movie? On a lot of levels, that could have been a good thing. My dad would, you know, identify... My dad would understand that a man can watch a girly thing. He would watch it, kind of like it, enjoy the aesthetics at least for a little bit. Damn, Lizzie, Lizzie, does Lizzie end up with Gordo? I think she does in that movie, right? Here's the pro here's the problem with like every single fucking TV show back then and movie is that it was always two friends that two good friends that secretly liked each other and then one of them li likes the person before the other one and then eventually they realize like, oh, actually I loved my best friend this whole time. And is the reason why that's written that way is because it's pure wish fulfillment because like that, that's, that doesn't happen very often. <laughs> that ha that's very rare like usually what happens is your friend likes some dumbass and you might like your friend and then she realizes that guy's a dumbass and then she ends up with the guy who's better and then you're friends with her that's what life is <laughs> and then you date somebody who you like and then your friend, when you date someone who you like, it's kind of like, I kind of like my friend, but you're already dating somebody who you like. And then you just are like, well, I guess we're just, I like my friend. I'm, I want to kiss her every time I see her, but also I just like her as a friend. Well, I'm just going to quench that feeling. That's what life is. Life is, life, life is withholding what you really want for something that feels okay. <laughs> Life, life is you and somebody else ignoring how you really feel and then you both ending up with something that feels pretty good. <laughs> not great, not amazing, but it's, it's, it, it does it. It's not bad. You're not unhappy. You're not fully happy, but it's good. And then you get, and then you get to think, what if? <laughs>
And then you're in a constant state of, ah, oh, fuck, man, I don't know, though. And then you look at the other person, and then every time you see that person, every time you see that, that's the thing. That's the thing, bro. That shit never goes away. You can be very good friends with somebody who you're attracted to, but you're still attracted to them. Like, it, you just are. You just are, you know, you just, you're an appropriate person. So you don't act on it, but you, you, you like, you like the person. If you think somebody, if you want to kiss somebody, you want to kiss somebody that to me, that feeling doesn't go away. The feeling of wanting to kiss somebody is just there and you just choose not to kiss the person because that ain't, that ain't the scenario. That ain't the scenario you're a part of. And that's the thing too, is that people like, people irritate me because when you like somebody, right? When you're interested in someone, that feeling, I may have, I may have said this before on the podcast, but fuck it. I'm going to say it again. <coughs> when you're interested in somebody, that feeling you have is only relevant if the person likes you back. If you're friends with somebody, you're both fr good friends and you're interested in them and they are not interested in you then you res you go back to you just are friends with them you squash the feeling of 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 liking them and you fucking accept the fact that of what you are you could stop seeing them you could stop being friends with them that's a choice but like i don't know i get annoyed by people who are like i like you i like you like it's the other person's problem. Like they, they they got nothing to do with you liking them. They're the person you like. People say that like it like it's a burden for someone to take on. But I like you. And you should and you the fact that I like you means that you should fucking like me. No, dude. <coughs> if somebody likes you, that's the reason they should like you. If you like each other, you like each other. If you, if, if if it's a one-sided thing, you got to accept the one-sided nature of it and and turn your and 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 turn it into something mutual. And if it's a one-sided thing, you don't move forward towards something more. You move backward into something that you both feel fine with. That's just that's life, bro. And so what I'm 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 saying all this to to say Lizzie McGuire shouldn't have ended up with Gordo, bro. That's not what how it goes. <laughs> There's a couple of Lizzie Gordo scenarios in the world, bro, but it's not I don't know, dude. I don't buy it. Good for Gordo, but I don't buy it, dude. Yeah. Anyway, I'm having fun right now. This is a fun podcast. I love doing this, man. Everyone who listens, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, I love doing this shit. I gotta do it more. Gotta get back to the fucking weekly schedule, bro. Every time I do this, I'm like, fuck, man. Why am I doing this more? I mean, I guess I'm, uh, I am like, it's, uh, you know, I'm stuffed up right now. I gotta blow my nose. Should I blow my nose in the podcast? Fuck it, I'll do it. I'm gonna I'm a fucking live blow my nose. Could you hear that? Could you hear that on mic? Could you hear that fucking hardcore blow, dude? 
Disgusting, bro. Now I'm sniffling. Disgusting, bro. Disgusting content, bro. Let me check if I got boogers all over my fucking face. I think I'm all good. Bro, that's the thing, bro. That's the thing about about blowing about a beard. I've said this on the podcast before, but I'll say it again. A be- when you have a beard, bro, there are just boogers in that thing, dude. There are fucking dry because you blow your nose, then you have residue, then you just wipe it off. That's why, dude. If you if you ever kiss a man or a lady, bro, if you ever kiss somebody with facial hair and it's salty as hell, it's boogers, dude. You're tasting boogers. You think it's like a cheeseburger from earlier? Nah, it's it's snot. It's disgusting fucking snot, bro. It's boogies, bro. Every time. Every time it's 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 congealed snot. It's the smeggy of the upper lip. <laughs> it's smegma of the upper lip, bro. That's what you're. That's the salt you're tasting when you kiss a dude with a beard. And the bigger the beard, the more snotty it is, bro. The more it contains that juice. <laughs> uh, people aren't gonna like that. But that's the truth, man. And I'm a truth teller. <laughs> no, I'm not. <coughs> Damn, dude. I've been feeling good lately, though. Yeah, I have been. Finances aside, I've been feeling pretty good. I've been feeling good about... uh, Like... I don't know. I've been thinking about my life. um, And like... There was a period of my life in my fucking early 20s where I, I was like so... And maybe because I was just severely depressed and I didn't fucking realize it. <laughs> a lot of my life I've been depressed. Uh, maybe clinically so. I don't know. My dad doesn't really believe in it. So I was never taken to a place where they can assess me. <laughs> and as I've gotten older, I haven't had health insurance that often. So it's been difficult to uh, find out how deranged I truly am. Um... But there was a period of my life where I, I I was obsessed with like happiness and like becoming happy, you know, the pursuit of happiness, good Will Smith movie. <coughs> but I was trying to have that Will Smith movie, you know what I'm saying? I was trying to, uh, I was trying to like find a way to be happy. Which you, I, I don't know, I guess I realized like that's a real juvenile way to think. There's no happy. Like there's no, there's no, there's no like place you reach where you're just like, oh shit. You just feel good all the fucking time. Like, uh, you got to chase something that you enjoy being. I, I, I think, I think something I figured out that like made me not so fucking made me just feel better in general was uh, you got to find out what you want to be. Like, who do you want to be? What person do you want to fucking be? How do you want to be perceived? You know, like I'm like, I don't have the money I want. I'm struggling financially, but, but I feel like I'm being seen as who I'm supposed to be for the first time in my life. And that has like, has like made me feel okay. And that's what you're really looking for. You're looking like you're looking for a baseline of okay and moments of happiness. You want to fucking like, I've had a lot of happy moments and big moments 
And because of me trying to be like pursue, because of me trying to, uh, become the person I want to be perceived as. And from, and from moving towards that, I've had happy moments. I've had good moments. I've had sad moments. I've had bad moments, but like, like that's what life, that's what you're really looking for. You're looking, you're looking for, at least for me, I, what I was really looking for was like being, becoming the person I, I feel like I should be. And then the feel like there's no perfect happiness. There's moments of happiness. That's why happiness feels happy. That's why, that's why joy is joy is because you can't, you don't feel it all the time. If you felt it all the time, you'd be hysterical. You'd be, you'd be out of your, that's psychosis. Being happy constantly is pure psychosis. Life can't be constantly happy. That means you've lost your mind. I don't know. I guess I just want to talk about that because like, if you're somebody who's like, I gotta be happy. You gotta, you gotta let yourself be okay. You gotta drop that. You gotta be like, Oh no, I, I don't have to be happy. I gotta be something that I feel good about. Feeling good is very different from feeling happy. I feel good right now. You know, when I'm with a woman, I love, I feel happy. Existing through life. I feel good. When I'm with friends, I feel happy. You know, you should give yourselves moments of happy, but don't expect it all the time because you'll lose your fucking mind. And I think maybe part of the reason why I, I would get bouts of depression is because I'm like, I got to be happy. And I'm like, no, man, it's okay. You could feel fine. You could feel sad. People underrate being sad. You should be sad. There's shit in the world to be sad about. I joked in the beginning of this podcast about getting a job where you where you kill a kid every week uh, by pressing a button. Like, kids are really dying in the world. You should be sad. The reason that why that joke got made is because the reality of that is fucking awful. So, like, fuck the pursuit of happiness, bro. Pursue being feeling okay the pursuit of feeling okay is the right one I think <coughs> feeling good the pursuit of good the pursuit of chill bro <laughs> the pursuit of chill it that's uh I think that's worthwhile and I think that'll make that'll that'll give you less ups and downs Yeah. Anyway, the timer's about to go out. <laughs> uh, that's it. That's that's it for the second part. Damn, dude, that fucking flew by. Uh, thank you for listening. Um, yeah, thank you so much for listening. Uh, Dad's like ducks. March uh thirty first, Friday next next Friday, seven p.m. Brooklyn Comedy Collective. If you're in New York, go. If you're in Brooklyn, definitely go. It's going to be a fucking show. It's an amazing lineup. Uh, Yeah, I'm on the road this weekend. Having a good time. Go to Dads Like Ducks. Uh, It's going to be an amazing show. Listen to the podcast. Yeah, thank you so much for listening. I love you guys, and I'll see you next week. Hopefully. No, I'll see you fucking next week. Jake, you're an idiot. Jake.
don't make any sense Take you're a piece of shit A piece of shit